0: This content contains podcast. This
1: adult. This, this adult contains, contains podcast content.
0: content. <laughs> adult content be advised. Enjoy the episode. Okay, I have started recording. That's nice. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my god, welcome to our podcast everyone.
1: Hello, I'm Elsie. And I'm Meg. And I can't stress how lucky Elsie is to have me here right now. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why children's television
0: seemed to be so much better when you were a child? Well, there's a really obvious reason for
1: that, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Have you ever watched a TV show aimed at five-year-olds and found it much more entertaining at the big old age of 23? We're going to talk about that as well.
0: Basically, we are two friends who enjoy looking at media a little more deeply than maybe it deserves.
1: So if you grew up in the 90s and 2000s on a diet of great British state-funded children's entertainment, chances are you're a brand new adult and the world you've been pushed into is... "Mm." Mm. (laughs) You are probably looking for a bit of nostalgia
0: and a cheap laugh at an era defined by deadly game shows, puppet cacti and Barney Harwood. Remember him. Yeah, I do. I've met him. Have you? You've met him? Uh, very, very briefly. Yeah. What, when? Um, it was when... Uh, it was a few years ago. It was a 2016, I think it was. Oh, a long time ago yeah, now. That was when we met. Was it? We met in 2015. 2015. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I saw him and it occurred to me, like, the passage of time really hit me hard because... I could actually see wrinkles on his face. Oh, God. And like, he still looked like Barney Harwood, but in that moment I was like, oh, wait a second, you've literally been on television as long as, like, as far back as I can remember, and it never occurred to me that you were ageing with me. Like, I thought you were 25 this whole time, you know? Yeah. He looks good for his age. I'm not saying he doesn't look good for his age, but he has wrinkles, because um, he's aged like a normal person. In
1: 2016, else you hadn't seen a person with wrinkles. <laughs> well dawned on me that she he... saw her first wrinkly man <laughs> barney howard i've never <laughs> been the same ripe old age of 17 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was 17 um we always had
0: quite a little tv we still have quite a little tv so you know
1: it's not it's
0: i mean all all tvs are hd now aren't they are they i don't know
1: i think i would imagine all new ones are but do you have a new tv it's not that new no i never yeah so when i saw him i was like oh shit, you're. When Elsie says that she has quite a small TV, what she means is her family have quite a small TV. Yes, sorry, yes. She lives with me in a flat in southwest London and we have quite a big TV. Okay, so this is episode zero.
0: It's just kind of a placeholder so we can say who we are, describe what we're going to do, and so you can decide whether or not you want to come back. Um, we should probably describe well, if if the audio sounds questionable, um, there's a few reasons for that. Um I live in basically a cupboard and I've made a like a cupboard within that cupboard, and that is my recording area. I mean it's worth saying, right, we're very new to this podcast game, but we uh it's a niche interest that I have, and I've convinced Meg that she wants to go along with as well. <laughs> And uh it essentially episode 0 is just sound
1: checks it's just making sure that our setup's okay which is why I'm about to do a big lug of water straight into the microphone I kind of I didn't draw the short straw
0: when I <laughs> when I uh when we moved in because I said oh I will take the smallest bedroom I don't need a lot of space um, and that way I'll be paying
1: less as well. And this was nearly two years ago now when she... Well, it will be two years ago now. Yeah. So this was two years ago when Elsie hadn't decided that she was going to half her room and make <laughs> make it into a recording yep. studio. Yeah, I have a tiny, tiny little bedroom
0: and I've uh, divided it and now we're on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and Meg's leg has gone dead. It's fine, though. <laughs> Um, and i mean as i say this is episode zero um it's just kind of like a placeholder so we can describe what the show is going to be um, work out uh how we're going to do it and it's essentially it's um a sound test which we are giving you the privilege of listening to so basically we're chatting some pure shit and you're gonna listen to it yeah it'll yeah. get it'll get better uh maybe Um, but this is this is the setup we've got so far as soon as you start paying us money for this it'll sound better
1: so you know if that's what you want please pay us some money so i can sit on a chair
0: (laughs) (laughs) please help our postures (laughs) okay so i wanted to start this a little while ago and in between the first like conception and now, it was announced that CBBC would be moving online, okay. which is uh, devastating. I think, um, but it also provides me with excuse for content. So I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. But um, basically, I just have a fascination with children's TV. Um, I, I mean, everyone needs a little bit of like light nostalgia. Um, from the 19s and 2000s, every so often, especially now. Um, for context, it is summer and gas bills have gone up and we don't know how much we will be paying yet. Um, and that is where we are in the world right now, in the UK. And CBBC has been uh, announced to be axed. And um, there are two currently two channels in the UK, Specifically, uh, well, there are more than that, but there are two state funded channels um, for children and children are so discerning and the level of craft is extremely high, especially in really, really good kids TV shows. You can tell that the adults making it really care about it as well and they're the best ones. Um and that is not to say that a BBC1 drama is not made by talented people obviously that is not what i'm saying Ah
1: uh, well i mean that is a debate
0: <laughs> Yeah i mean it's it's hard to make kids tv and i've i've been lucky enough to see it being made um for for a, for a little while i was watching the behind the scenes um i was there in Salford and They're just the nicest people in the whole world, people who care about this sort of programming. So, yeah, um, that is one of the reasons I wanted to make this. And I also just have an extreme passion for watching stuff from the past and discovering how it is different through adult eyes.
1: Has any of that convinced you to want to carry on doing this podcast with me, Meg? I've been zoned out, staring into the middle distance for the last five minutes. The one thing that we've left out of the the one thing that we've left out of the description of this um, setup is how motherfucking hot. <laughs> it, I mean, it's sorry. It's the fourth of August today, so we've just come out like a couple of weeks ago we came out of a massive heat wave it's still fairly hot in london and it is very it has been very very humid this week and i am sweating from my ankles yeah in this room. i've never sweat from my i ankles. mean
0: there's Before. sound panels on the wall there's a big thick uh soundproof blanket along one side it's
1: it's uh we're crazy we are positively glistening <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, I can see you. All right, Edward Cullen. (laughs) Um, I am glistening like a fucking pig. (laughs) Greasing your way through the podcast. Slipping. Slip sliding. Um, So,
0: yeah, kids TV, that's what we're here to talk about. I'm basically waterboard right now. So, I am a, like, big nostalgia whore. Um, So, what the point I was building up to making is... We're in a time where I think people our age, like, you know, early 20s, who have just been pushed out into this world. And I kind of feel like we need to look back on the pure joy of kids' TV because this country has some amazing programming for children. CBeebies especially is, like, treasured by a lot of parents. Um, And we have currently, I mean, soon it won't be that way, but we currently have two state funded channels for children and like for two different age groups of children. And that can only exist with a lot of adults who care about making that sort of content. I just find it very like heartwarming and wholesome that it's something that is so well produced in this country because it doesn't have to be necessarily. We could just say no, (laughs) you know, (laughs) we don't have to make it.
1: That being said, kids will watch some utter bullshit. They're discerning, but not always in a good way.
0: Yes, I'm saying all this praise, but I do want to point out that this podcast will mostly be looking at children's media through adult eyes and absolutely tearing it to shreds, just ripping the arse out of it. Is that all right? Good, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, so should we do some proper
0: introductions now that... That's out of the way. Yeah, if
1: you feel that that's necessary. Well, I do. I think people want to get to know you. Me? Yeah. Specifically me. Yeah. Not you. Well,
0: that'll come later.
1: Okay.
0: So, who do you think you are? What's What are you doing in this life? Are you happy in this modern world? <laughs> who do you think you are? What are you doing
1: in this life? Well, I, am um... You're just like your father. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worth shit. <laughs> who am I? Um... Well, I I think I am essentially the same as every other twenty three year old living in a flat share in London in twenty twenty two. Is in, I've got a money job, mm. but it's not my dream. Yeah, you've
0: got two degrees almost and a boyfriend.
1: That yeah, yeah I mean, that's, I, nice, isn't it? <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> that is that is a nice thing to be able to yeah. say. Two yeah. degrees I'm, and a boyfriend. I'm highly educated and somebody loves me
0: just to get us started just to know a little bit more about your humble hosts um, we're going to do some quick fire questions elsie what's your favorite flavor of fanta this is boring right this is really boring orange is my favorite one of my favorite flavors ever of anything so pretty much the original if it comes in like those
1: mcdonald's like the mcdonald's ones mcdonald's uh, fanta is yeah, favourite Fanta? it's elite yeah i think that that is a very very noble noble answer. Oh, thank you. I think you. it's also worth saying, just that I think because I think that this tells you more about me than I could in in any question, is that recently my coffee and alcohol intake has hit rock bottom. I barely drink coffee anymore, I barely drink alcohol anymore. But what has skyrocketed is the amount of fizzy, fizzy pop, fun drinkies <laughs> that I treat myself to. So the good. reason that I am asking Elsie what her favourite flavour of Fanta is it's is what because your mind is I, right I have there. had every single fucking flavour of Fanta that exists in the last three months. So I'll tell you, hands down, lemon, if we're going basic, Fanta lemon can't be beaten. But the peach one is worldy. It yeah, is it's so good, it's good. Listen... Listeners, if you don't know this already,
0: Chuppa Chup has a line of drinks. Chuppa Chup does have a line of drinks. It's got melon and cream and it's pretty good. Yeah, I had the mango one last night. That was quite good.
1: In our little corner shop last night, we found, what was it, Mountain Dew Flaming Hot, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. What's that? <laughs> I, and the thing is, I didn't buy it because, well, I, d- I didn't fancy diarrhoea last night. <laughs> and yet... I I still had diarrhoea last night but it it wasn't at the hands of spicy mountain dew it was like at the hands of a salad or something my tummy hurts a salad gave you diarrhoea I'm 23 years old and a salad's giving me diarrhoea can
0: I tell you something about me when I was when I was a young child I thought, I knew the word diarrhea, but I didn't know what it referred to. And I thought that it was like one of those old-fashioned, like... um sort of delicate women dying of disease kind of diseases i thought it was like consumption or something i thought if someone had diarrhea they were like lounging around in a lacy white dress being like weighted upon. <laughs> that's take, what i thought it was the
1: seaside
0: yes <laughs> taken to the seaside for some sea air so they could die they come in like calves foot jelly or something <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought diarrhea was. I was like, oh, that's such a romantic sounding disease. So
1: famous, five. <laughs> okay, else, here, okay, here's another one for okay. you. Okay. What's your favourite ABBA song? I have something to tell you. Um, oh, dear. This is. Oh, dear no, listen, she's looking I, at me in a way I've, I've
0: never been looked at before in my life. I don't think I've told you this. I mean, well, I've, it's a very, very tight uh draw between super trooper and dancing queen which i know is really basic but i find them the two most emotional songs
1: you've told me that you think that super trooper is the most emotional other yeah. song yes
0: but so we have a well my current colleague meg's Megs's ex-colleague um so you know will i know Will. listener you don't know will but um hi will hi will He said um, during my last shift with him that he thinks that ABBA fans are a vocal minority.
1: Incredible.
0: Can you believe that? I used to like him. The goal on that hand. (laughs) Bye, Will. Bye. All right, Meg, I've got one for you. Let's bring it back to the subject at hand. Um, Who was your favourite CBBC office continuity announcer person? I don't
1: remember any of them. Oh, apart from... Well, that's why you're here. You're here to learn. We uh, will be talking about them at great depth. I would say my favourite... I think this is probably quite a basic answer because I don't really remember that many of them. That's but fine. I, 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 Ian Sterling holds yeah. memory. Yeah. Just because I think he's such a lovely man. Oh, he is, yeah.
0: That's it. That's all uh, I've got to well, say. Well, that's fine. I mean, this show is for people that don't remember too much. We'll be doing lots of reminding. That's What's fine. CBBC... That, uh, believe it or not, that is the level that we are going back down to. So that's fine. Um, I'm going to answer that question right now. Ed Petrie was my favourite.
1: Oh, I remember Ed Petrie. Yeah. Yep. See, you start saying these names, and I do remember them. I just, um, I don't really remember that much of my, chi- my childhood, <laughs> to be honest. And
0: I remember too much, and that's why we're the perfect pair for this. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, Ian Sterling, back in the day, like when he did start on CBBC, what, like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something crazy like that, he had that whole kind of Bieber hairstyle thing that was in at the time.
1: Yeah, it's remember? He his was kind ugly of like, hair, but I did still fancy him. Yeah, he was like a bit fit, wasn't he? he, he I mean, I think still he, is a bit like fit. he still is a bit fit. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to take this opportunity to, to tell everybody that my dad's favourite ABBA song... Oh, the, of, yeah, this is of, unforgivable. ...of all the ABBA songs that you could uh, choose from... A waste of an opinion. ...is Thank You for the Music. What? Now, what? To, to extend on this, I found out fairly recently that it is also my boyfriend's favourite ABBA song. Oh, Meg. So I'd like to tell him now that no i don't have the heart to break up with i'll do it in person (laughs) what a waste of an opinion i know i mean they've got so many 10 out of 10 absolute bops yeah my
0: dad once described abba as like scandy clog music mixed with um (laughs) like euro pop kind of stuff which it it is it's the combination of those two things but thank you for the music is just clog music they've it's just
1: that's what it is. Yeah. There's nothing special about that song. I'm sorry, Abba. They start that song with I am nothing special, in fact I'm a bit <laughs> of a bull Is oh, it they just they are just <laughs> setting up what to expect from that song? Yeah. There's a reason Mamma Mia
0: used it in the credits and not in the main body of the film. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sweet Meg. Elves. I think that Reg- we've regular elves. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've reached the end of episode zero. Episode one. We're starting very strong, and this was actually Meg's idea for the first one because I
1: have the best
0: ideas. Yeah, it's. Uh, I had such such a fun time researching this one. Meg, do you want to tell uh, all the boys and girls what what it is?
1: It's inside number nine.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, so tune in no it's pingu we're gonna do pingu newt <laughs> newt new. if you enjoyed what you heard um you can listen to our little podcast um on any of the platforms you find most user-friendly that is up to you you can have that choice
1: and hopefully by then the podcast will actually have a name yeah have you noticed that we've not named it <laughs> it'll be fine yeah, that's good enough yeah it'll yeah. be okay i think Right, that's
0: our first episode. I think we did all right. I think we did okay. Yeah, considering that we live underneath a flight path. If you can hear that, that's what that is. I don't think
1: they can hear it. I think it's just us. (laughs) Okay. Just our dulcet, dulcet tones. Dulcet, dulcet tones in the Heathrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Newt, newt, motherfuckers. It's going to be Pingu. Newt, newt. Newt, newt. See you next time. Bye.